Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For the record, I have officially begun the real holiday season, the day after Thanksgiving. I could not resist. Notice I haven't played any, all the music I played is non-secular so far, but I wanted to set the mood. Um, You won't be going on a sleigh ride tonight. That's the good news. There will be no sleigh ride in your future tonight. Dick Bowerly in for Tom. This is uh, your last chance, this final hour, to make your radio debut or to express your opinions. Just to do uh, a quickie recap of where we have been this afternoon, uh, we started off talking about the Black Friday. Is the Black Friday of 2023 the same for you as it maybe was in 2018 or 2019 before all the all the the covid lockdowns and such hit uh we were also talking about your shopping habits uh have they changed uh did you find yourself because you were back then you were forced to do more online because you couldn't go to the stores because a lot of them were closed and unfortunately a lot of them never actually reopened after that um, have you changed your shopping habits? Uh, did you decide that, hey, this online shopping is pretty cool. I don't think I'll ever go to a store again. So I'm curious if you've done that. Uh, I didn't see any stories uh, about, not, not that I looked real hard, but I didn't see any stories about lines of people sitting in lawn chairs outside of shopping centers trying to be the first one to buy whatever the, uh, whatever the magic uh, gift of the year might be. So I didn't see those stories, but that used to always be the lead story on all of the local stations for for Black Friday. They'll turn on the 11 o'clock news, and that's what you saw on all the stations. Oh, look at all these shoppers out here braving the cold. And a lot of them looked like they were absolutely freezing. That was never for me. That was, I know people who did it, but that was never uh, on my bucket list was to sit in a lawn chair in November freezing my butt off so that I could buy, I, that there was anything that I had to have so bad that it was worth doing that. Like I said, the only exception uh, I made was when I bought the Sgt. Pepper CD when it, when it first came out, but that was in June. So it wasn't exactly like I was in, a, in an uncomfortable uh, situation uh, waiting uh, in, a, in a line to, uh, to, to buy that product. Uh, the other thing that uh, kind of Black Friday, well, definitely Black Friday related, uh, as you may or may not know, 
the NFL has now gotten into the action. And today, going on as we speak, and do not call me with a score because I'm going to watch the ending when I get home, uh, it's the first ever Black Friday NFL game. Now, let's dive a little deeper into that. Uh, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you're not watching that game. You're not, you're not seeing it. And it seemed, and again, Thursday Night Football also now is mostly on Amazon Prime. So it's like the NFL is gradually trying to put the squeeze on all of us and going to force us possibly into a time in the not-so-distant future where maybe every NFL game is going to require some type of pay-for-view, you know, beyond the so-called Sunday ticket they have now. Maybe if more of us bought the Sunday ticket, they wouldn't be doing that. But it's, it is sort of a form of, uh, of coercion, and it does kind of make I – mean, again, I'm not an attorney, but it makes me wonder if there isn't some type of antitrust uh, you know, litigation that could maybe stop that uh, from forcing the NFL to essentially coerce people that, that love the sport, as I do, from having to buy secondary services – just to watch their games. I mean, the NFL is like one of the most profitable businesses in the world. I mean, look how much it costs to buy a franchise. Billions of dollars. So, I mean, you're making guys that are billionaires, even richer billionaires, in essence. Um, The players I don't have is much of a problem with because, I mean, we've seen all the injuries this year. And, you know, some of these guys, like maybe even our own Vaughn Miller, may never come back to being the way they were. We don't know about Matt Milano. Uh, We don't know what his status is going to be when he ultimately recovers. That was a huge loss for this team, make make no doubt about it. Uh, I would love to see the Bills go into Sunday's game with the defensive lineup they had in weeks one, two, and three. I really would with, you know, with Trey White, with Daquan Jones. With Matt Milano, I would, and maybe a, a finally getting a little healthier, uh, Von Miller. Um, Leonard Floyd has been great. Could you imagine if Miller was healthy and we had Leonard Floyd and we had Matt Milano? This that game on Sunday at four twenty-five, I would have a whole different potential outlook on that game than I do right now. Um, I watch I watch a lot of football. I mean, I even I'm, I must be a masochist. I watched every UB game this year. Now, I am a UB alum, but watching that team was dreadful, totally painful, and how they can bring linguists back, I'll never know if they do. I mean, I wish I could do my job that poorly and still keep it, you know? But we'll see see where that goes. Not to be mean, but, I mean, the 3-9 and record speaks for itself. So there's nothing I'm telling you that I I can't back up. And then we have the Sabres, who are on tonight, by the way, at 6 o'clock on TNT, I believe. And, of course, they no lead is safe with the Sabres. They're probably the only team in the NHL that could blow a 5 nothing lead. And they've done it on a couple of occasions. And that game the other night was kind of sad to watch. I mean, they basically outplayed Washington for all, all but the last minute of the game, and they end up losing it. And I don't know what the answer there is. I guess we'll just have to, to wait and see. But you can't just say, well, it's because Tage Thompson is out. Well, no, it's not. They're still generating leads without Tage Thompson, and they were losing with Tage Thompson the same way they're losing now. So you can't say that that one guy 
is what makes all the difference. And I'm not trying to steal the thunder of uh, uh, of Mike Shope, who also is in the building. He and I are the only ones live on the radio uh, as I speak, as we speak. But I do, I do love sports, and this game Sunday uh, for the Bills, I mean, I don't have really high expectations for it. And no, that doesn't make me a bandwagon fan. It makes me a realistic fan. I mean, I watched the game Monday night, and early in the game, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm thinking that I think the Bills have a shot, even with their injuries, of beating either of these teams. I, I really felt that. Uh, the Eagles, though, they shut down Mahomes in the second half, which is not easy to do. Of course, Mahomes did not have one of his better games either. He was missing a lot of throws. Philadelphia looked solidly, solidly tough. But the team that really scared me this week was uh, yesterday. Now, I realize that the commanders suck, okay? But Dallas looked awesome. They looked, and we have to play them. But the good news is we play them here. But that if if the Bills if the Bills can't win at least one of these next two games, that Dallas game may mean may mean nothing because it might just be season over, and that is really really sad. A season that had such high expectations, and we know that given the logistics of the salary cap and stuff, the Bills we see in twenty twenty four are not going to look like the Bills we see in 2023. So, I mean, unless Brandon Bean has some, can sprinkle some magic on that salary cap situation. Now, other teams do. But, you know, they look at some of the high-profile players that change teams that are high-priced that other teams pull off. How does Miami pull it off, bringing in all these big-name guys, big-ticket guys? How are the 49ers pulling it off? Other teams seem to be able to have some... uh, magic when it comes to tap dancing around the salary cap. So uh, we've got that coming up. We've got the Sabres tonight. We've got the Sabres tomorrow. We've got the the Bills game on Sunday. And it would be awesome if the Bills some way can – pull off a pull off a big upset win. Win 803-0930 is the number if you want to get on board and we are talking about Black Friday. We're talking about is today's NFL game a sign of things to come where eventually every NFL game is going to be of some type of pay-per-view status. So uh, get on board if you wish. 803 Uh, Looking forward to hearing from you as we wrap things up on this uh, Black Friday final hour. I've had a great time being with you. A lot nicer night than uh, way back in December 23rd of last year where uh, most of the staff was trapped here for almost three days. Uh, They were running out of food in the vending machines. Uh, It was, it was not a really good thing. Uh, It was, it was frightening. It really, it really was. And uh, that night I, I remember having a conversation with Andy Parker and I told him, I said, look, Andy, I said, I think this is going to ultimately be worse than the blizzard of 77. And I believe at the end it was. I mean, what was it, 45 or 45 people passed away? Or in that area, somewhere in the somewhere in the 40s. Dan, is that correct? Do I remember that right? Yeah, if I remember, it was uh, 45 uh, that passed away during that winter storm. Yeah, and you know what was, what was difficult being on the air? I remember one call uh, in particular where 
an elderly lady uh, called in, and she lived in a, in a senior uh, living complex, I believe somewhere maybe on Young's Road or somewhere out in, in Amherst. And there were it was a lot of people, like in their 80s and 90s, were living there. They had no heat and very little food. And apparently this complex was owned by some uh, consortium based out of Texas. So they almost had no way of getting any kind of immediate help to rectify that situation. Of course, the, the driving that night was, was horrific. But again, kudos to a lot of the brave people uh, that did go out and venture out and listen to our radio station and tried to help people that were calling in that were in dire need of assistance. And that's, that's what's great about, a radio, about radio. Uh, when an emergency hits, you know, we can provide uh, immediate information to people that may be in a position uh, to help. So, uh, again, kudos to let's hope we don't have to we don't have to be uh, that voice of helping people again this year. Uh, those bad storms usually only come, you know, once every couple of years. So hopefully uh, that was our quota, at least for the next, uh, you know, well, hopefully forever. But more realistically, at least for the next couple of years, I know it's pretty quiet out there, but that's all right. You know, I'm hearing voices in my head. And the voice in my head said, when you come home, we're going to have a reprise of last night's turkey dinner. Because I, I tried to get a small turkey breast, right? It, there was enough in there to feed like four people easily. And it was delicious, by the way. I have mastered the art of... of uh, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cooking turkey at home. Not to mention I did a really nice job seasoning it. But kudos to my wife also who prepared uh, the the rest of the meal. 803-0930 is the number to get on board. And if uh, again, if you saw... Uh, over your house, what I saw over my house last night, I would love to hear from you. Uh, we did not get any update uh, from the folks uh, at the uh, Falls uh, Air Base, uh, either confirming or denying that they were doing stuff up in the sky last night. So as of this moment, 522 on Friday, we will still consider what I saw last night a UFO. By pure definition... I'm not hinting of little green men, but by pure semantics and definition, a UFO 
is simply an unidentified flying object, and I can tell you it was flying and it was also hovering. I don't I don't know if there's anything as a UHO or anything like that, uh, but I didn't know what it was and I couldn't tell what it was and it made no noise and it was doing some really interesting things in the sky. So, well, I guess we'll have to leave it at that. Not that I would expect anything in the government to to say, well, yeah, we were doing maneuvers last night. You know, I, I, I don't think that they were, you know, call me. And I did tell them under anonymity, just call up and, and, and tell Dan, you know, yeah, yeah, we were there. No, we weren't. Don't have to give your name or anything. But, you know, I, we didn't hear, uh, we've, we've heard nothing. So um, as this moment uh, is going on here, it is still something that was really cool. And uh, I wish I had my phone. But I generally don't have my phone with me when I'm taking out the garbage. So I do get a pass. Dan, do I get a pass? I mean, you know. Oh, of course. I I don't carry my phone out while I'm taking the garbage. I mean, ever since I stopped, you know, ever since I stopped working days, I really pretty much use my cell phone just for, you know, pretty much band information. Um, I don't, I'm not, I have a landline at home. So I'm not one of these people where everything I do is on my phone. And I'll be damned if I'm going to, if I'm going to watch a movie on my phone just because I can. I mean, why would I do that when I've got a beautiful TV at home and an awesome surround sound system? Like I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a movie on my, on my phone. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I did, you know, I did revisit uh, a really great series uh, that we binged watched. I think it was uh, the Veterans Day week. Band of Brothers was just an incredible series on uh, on HBO uh, about you know uh, World War One and a certain battalion that you know that went into the war and uh, it, based on a true story. In fact, one of the characters who unfortunately passed away was from Buffalo, believe it or not. And there were occasional references uh, when he was alive in the movie, you know, to things that he had done uh, in Buffalo that he that he missed. So it was very 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 well done. And, uh, you know, it's funny, I'm of the age group where a lot of, a lot of my friends had, when I was, you know, in my, you know, age five to whatever, 15, maybe a lot of my friends actually had grandparents that were in world war one. And now it seems like, you know, how time marches on. Now we have not that many people that are left. Who, who fought in, in World War II. So, uh, you know, it sort of puts that whole historical perspective, you know, on things that uh, none of us, none of us get any, uh, get any, get any younger. Uh, my grandfather was in World War I. Actually, I had two grandfathers in uh, World War I. One was in the Navy, uh, in the Navy and uh, the other was kind of like on the other side. I'll say that quietly, like our president. He was on the other side. Um, I don't know if he saw combat, but he was older when he was in World War One, and that would be my grandmother's dad, who obviously I'd never met. I would have to be 150 if I would have met him. But we do have pictures of him in his, uh, you know, in his uh, army uh, uniform. That my brother Tom, who has sort of become the uh, custodian of what family history we we can gather up. Uh, Tom has, you know, has those photographs, and he shared them uh, with with all of us. So we've got just about a half hour left. 803-0930 is the call. 
Talk about Black Friday, talk about UFOs, talk about UB if you want to. You can talk about anything you want. It's a free-for-all for the next half an hour. And if you don't call, well, then Dan and I will just have a conversation. We've got lots to talk about. Dan's done a great job today. It's the first time that we've worked together. And um, Max has also done a great job. And we're going to turn things over to him right now just to get the latest updates on anything that you need to know. Well, I let Dan pick this last bump song. I have no idea what this is. Dick Bowerly in for Tom. i got to tell you guys. So I, I get a little criticism for talking sports on WBEN. So what happens? I have two guys on hold that want to talk, talk sports. So the hell with the texter who said, you can't talk sports on BEN. I sure as hell can. And we're going to go to Colnell and North Amherst to start. What do you got for us, Colnell? Bring it. Yeah, Colonel North Amherst. Well, it's not, no, I'm not calling about sports, but you, you mentioned the UB just a few minutes ago. Uh, if you'd like to talk about UB and also the, the Niagara County thing about the, I, I didn't see any of that as far as, you know, things flying around or what have you. But, uh, but what I want to know, so I asked your brother this one time, and uh, if you go leave your radio station and go up on the bridge, if you're heading then east and you look over to the left at UB, there's all these steel big beams, and it seems like there's a a net around the whole thing. And I'm talking, this thing is big, like field house size, like a framing for a field house. And for the life of me, I can't figure it out. Well, you know what? Put me in that bank, uh, Connell, because I have no idea either. Uh, my grandson goes to UB. Maybe I can have him do some literally and figuratively do some digging. And uh, I'll have uh, either Tom or the next time I'm on, I'll hopefully have an update for you. Let's go to Jim yeah. in Amherst. Jim, you are on. Hey, Dick. How are you today? I, I guess I'm okay. How are you? I'm great. I, I really enjoy when you fill in. I, I really enjoy the way that you handle the program. It, it's great. So let's talk about UB football. Uh, I'm just a casual fan, but do you know where this drive to Division One came from? Uh, no, I don't. Do recall? Okay. There, about 25, 30 years ago, the university uh, brought in a, gen- a, a new president who came, I believe, from the University of Nebraska. And his agenda that he set for the school, including, you know, his academic agenda, including a commitment to bring UB to a significant Division One football program within a decade or so, something like that. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the gentleman's name, but, you know, his, his time came and, and went. And you know, the program has gone on. So they've been at it a while now. And we all know it hasn't been very successful. And we can go into why. Uh, you know, some of it, of course, has to do with the ability to recruit good players. Yeah, they're not going to get the good. Yeah, they're not going to get the, the best players from Texas or Florida to come to Buffalo. Absolutely not. So here's a little twist, okay? 
Okay. The university exists in the heart of hockey country. There's all kinds of great amateur hockey players coming up through the, you know, from Pee Wee through Bantam, Midget, High School, and so on, all over upstate New York. And yet they've never really put a serious effort into putting together a true Division I hockey program. And yet I'm sure that they could do very well with recruiting if they made the commitment to do so. And the irony of the whole thing is that you've got four sheets of ice within walking distance of the campus sitting over there at the Northtown Center. Yeah, my grandson, my grandson has played there on a few times back when he was involved. Uh, my grandson played uh, hockey, uh, you know, at the Pee Wee level and and up until he was like eighteen. And you hit it on the head. Uh, I have seen some amazing kids. Uh, whether it be in the Tanatanawanda, whether it be in West Seneca, I have seen some kids that you know. Again, you can just tell if they keep it up. I mean, they they definitely have like certainly at very least top college potential. They really do. You're right. Oh, oh, absolutely. And you know, it 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 just is beyond me. This university could build an amazing hockey program, and not that many years. And with a lot less money than what they have to sink in the football every year. Well, you're, you're right. But, you know, I, I got to tell you, though, I, I don't think – and everything you said I, I totally 100% agree with, and I understand the challenges of recruitment for football. And as I mentioned a minute ago, they're not going to get the creme de la creme high school kids from the south to come to UB. I mean, it, it would take – you know, it would take some uh, major uh, shenanigans probably to do that. But at the same time, if you look at some of the other Mac schools, I mean, not all of those schools are exactly illustrious universities, yet those programs always seem to get better players than we get here at UB. Is that because a lot of them are in Ohio and a lot of those schools are in Ohio? I don't know. But some of these Mac teams are pretty damn good. I think it's because a lot of those schools are in middle America, you know, mid America, mm-hmm. Ohio, and they're able to draw out there, and they have a longer football tradition uh, in terms of length of, of time than than UB does. Well, I suffer so through that, every that makes game. A difference too. I oh, suffer through. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, again, I'm an alum of UB, and I suffered through every game. And once they once they started doing that quarterback rotation thing, I said, "This is stupid. This is this season is done. What is this guy thinking?" You know, I guess that tells you that neither quarterback was good enough at everything, and they felt that that was a better option. I don't know, you know, but yeah, they were hard to watch. But if I can leave you just with this other thought, back on hockey, think about when Niagara University decided to go make a big push on their hockey program. It was they went to the final four within the first five years of the program or so. Granted, they haven't been there since, but they're they're very competitive. I go up there and watch the games. Those games are great. They're a lot of fun, and um, they have a, a, a really good roster of talent from frankly all over the world. If you take a look at their roster, sometime, and they're able to do it, you know, and that's not a big money program. So UB should be able to do it. I'll hang up and let you go. All right. But, thanks uh, much, Jim. I really appreciate your kind words. 
Uh, yeah, you know that, that I hadn't really put any thought to that, but that is an interesting that is an interesting thought. Of course, now I'm going to get in trouble from the texter who doesn't like me talking sports. But you know, frankly, sir, I don't care. <laughs> Change the channel. You know, go put on the Housewives or something. They they might be a more more uh, up your up your alley. Um, I, I do want to leave you. Uh, I've got a few minutes left with kind of a public service thing though that I think is important. You know, we've been touching upon the holidays a little bit here and there all afternoon. But I want to make all of you extra vigilant and beware of the scams that are already starting. Now, scams are already out there, and they're always out there to some extent throughout the year. But during this holiday season, be extra vigilant about when you get, uh, let's say, threatening or potentially threatening emails. In other words, emails that might say uh, your account with so-and-so has been canceled, contact us here, or I've, I've gotten them. Check this out. I've gotten one uh, where on my caller ID at home, uh, it, it came up national fuel gas, right? I did not pick up, and they left a message, and the message was, your account is in arrears, and uh, your gas will be shut off at 10 o'clock tonight. And I'm, I'm getting this now, a couple problems. First of all, uh, I have a, uh, you know, I, I do online banking, so I know the status of every bill that I pay. So I knew it was BS, right? So just for fun, what I did was I did a caller, I, you know, from the caller ID, I, I, I called back, and I got, I got a busy signal and a voice that said, uh, this number is no longer in operation. So the, the moral of the story is these scammers that want to steal your information will stop at nothing. And people must be being fooled, or they wouldn't keep doing it, right? They wouldn't keep doing it. Uh, I get a lot of emails uh, and this is really good of these vendors, certain vendors that I regularly deal with, that will actually send an email out saying, these are the following scams scams that are out there involving our company. It is not us. And they will detail, here's what to look for in the scam emails. Do not respond. Do not give out any personal information because what they're trying to do they're trying to either get your credit card number or they're trying to get your password or they're trying to get your, uh, you know, any other kind of personal information where they would have access uh, to essentially steal your money. So just be aware. It looks like I've been getting more and more emails from vendors that I trust that are sending me these warning emails. Hey, beware of this, 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 this. And this is what you look out for. Uh, you know, one of the ones that's funny is uh, uh, that I got. Now, this was a long time ago. Uh, I used to do some business with PayPal for music stuff. And and, and they've got a great security department. And, and they told me it's real simple. These emails look so authentic. They've got the logo and the whole deal. But there's always a telltale sign. If it, it, if it doesn't address you by name, in other words, if it says, dear customer, or something to that effect, it's fake. It's that simple. They said, like PayPal, for example, will always address you by your first name. But they said, even still, always call us 
to make sure if you get a suspicious email. And look at, you know, money is tight enough right now for all of us. The last thing you want to have happen is get, you know, have somebody call you up. Hi, this is, uh, you know, National Fuel or this is uh, National Grid. Uh, we're going to shut your power off because you haven't paid your bill when you know damn well you have. So, I mean, just beware. Don't panic. Or it, it could be a text. They're also notorious sending these uh, these texts with these kind of fearful type of uh, messages on it. Don't pay any attention to any of that stuff. But you should pay attention to Alan Harris because, anyways, I've had a lot of fun being with you today. Um, you can probably guess what I'm going to have for dinner. I'm going to it's leftover turkey stuff. Now the question is, do I eat? Do I tape the hockey game and then eat before it, or do I eat during it? Life is full of such weighty decisions. I can't, I can't stand it, you know? Usually I practice during some of the – especially the UB games are great for practicing because you hardly have to pay attention. <laughs> but anyways, so I, and I apologize to anybody that I offended by my – out of my four-hour program taking, what, 10, 10 minutes – to throw a couple of sports takes out. If you are offended, please forgive me and change the channel next time. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. So I've been having a lot of fun with you today, and uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime, uh, hopefully under circumstances that are not like last December 23rd when uh, it all hell broke loose with the weather. And uh, I want you all, again, to please stay safe as the, the weather progresses and as the winter progresses. And uh, I hope you do have – hope you had a great Thanksgiving, first of all. And I hope that you have a very happy and safe, underlining the word safe, holiday season uh, coming up because we don't need any – we don't need any more tragedies heading into the, to the holiday season for sure. And I want to make sure that you enjoy them with your family. Uh, hopefully, uh, in your family's world, hopefully things have returned to more of a, of a normal thing. Uh, and my family, nothing is ever normal. But having said that, uh, I would love to see, uh, you know, see my, my, my nephews. My, I will see my, obviously, see my daughter and her husband and the grandkids. I will see them. That's an automatic. But I would like to see my, my sister and my brother-in-law and I'd like to see my brother, of course, and uh, all at my mom's house, uh, raising hell as we have done for the past, you know, 15 years. And I will, of course, open up the uh, the Richard Bowerly household for uh, for Christmas night, which is always a lot of fun. At least it is when we when we've been able to have it. Last year, because of the weather, obviously we missed a year. So it's another year uh, that we will never get back, unfortunately. But we'll have to make up for it uh, this year. We really will. And I should invite everybody. Over. No, I better not. I better not do that. Going to have a lot of fun, though. Uh, not playing that much this month or in the winter, and I'm glad because, you know, frankly, I really don't, I really don't like to get out there and uh, brave the weather. You know, when I was a kid playing, oh, great. We got a gig in Rochester and, and the throughway is closed. Awesome. Let's go. You know, but now as you get older, you, you know, I become much more of a coward uh, than I than I was back in those days. Especially when I, although I did have a Ford Falcon with a three-speed on the th tree, four studded snow tires, but no heat. So I froze, but the car went anywhere. 
So, but I've thankfully been able to upgrade the uh, vehicle situation substantially, uh, uh, substantially since then. All that being said, again, this is Dick Bowerly. I've been in for Tom all day. Thank you for your phone calls. I hope you enjoyed the program. I uh, hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, if I don't see you, have a safe and happy holiday season and avoid the scammers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.